That's right, folks. It's Friday, which would mean mail time. This is one of my favorite shows to do during the week because it's a chance for me to see what's on the other side of the lens and see the work that you guys are creating and sending in to me. It's going to be a good day today. One thing I need to mention before we get rocking too far into this. So I have a workshop that I'm teaching that is coming up. So long story really short, my friend Hugh Brownstone, who runs a channel called Three Blind Men and an Elephant, he sends me a text the other morning, like this emergency, text me, call me as soon as you can. So I gave him a call. I was like, what's up? He was going to do a photography workshop on street photography in New York City with Sean Tucker. And he had mentioned this to me, and I think very highly of both of those individuals. Sean has an amazing YouTube channel as well. I really love that guy's work. Actually, both of them are fantastic. So anyway, long story short, Sean can't get to the U.S. to attend this workshop. It's a visa thing. And so he said, would you be willing to step in and sub? Anyway, so this is going to be a lot of fun. I told him I would do it. And if you were interested, I'll put a link in the show description. So this is going to happen in this month. So March 2019. And it's the 25th, 26th, and 27th. We have a whole curriculum outlined for this thing. I'm really excited about it. And it allows me to do a project around street photography, which I haven't been able to do in a long time. This is going to be outstanding. It's going to be a quite in-depth course. We're going to do a lot of shooting, a lot of learning. It's going to be fun. So if you're interested, join us in New York City. I'll put a link in the show description. Let's get to some mail. Is that so much fun? This is a portfolio of images that came from Johann Friedrich Spindler. They are absolutely beautiful, but he also shared a letter, which is kind of lengthy, and I'm going to paraphrase it for you. But this is really nice. One of the things he says he discovered this channel through the artist series that I did, and one of the things I want to read to you. Uh, I think in particular the videos that you did on David Brookover has stuck with me. Uh, from first introducing him by sharing his book, which he sent you, then creating an artist series video about him and his photography, and finally doing a series of videos at Hidden Light and all the additional work and people that surround he and his body of work. Anyway, that's really awesome, and I thank you for pointing that out. I do try to create a narrative in the videos that I do here, and like sometimes you kind of wonder if anybody notices. So it's really cool. I am going to Hidden Light in early April, so about a month. I'm really excited about that. We're going to do some more videos and such. And then I also have other artist series videos coming, believe it or not. I'm only one person, so they take a while to do. But um, I'll hopefully be filming the others this month and finally putting those out. Anyway, uh, Johan, this is beautiful work. Another thing that's really cool that he says in here, and I think this is awesome, is that he spent most of his time in photography kind of struggling. It's something he wanted to pursue seriously. He was also interested in physics and studying that for his undergraduate. And uh, he applied to the Royal College in London and at first was denied, but now he is accepted. And he says in here, uh, at this time I was actually accepted and I'm sending you this letter the day before I take off to London and a week before starting my course. So congratulations, Johan. I think that is absolutely fabulous. Your work is beautiful. Thank you for sharing it. Next up, and this isn't viewer mail, this is actually something that I have ordered from Adorama Picks, and it's a project that I'm working on that I will share with you guys soon that I'm doing on, uh, that requires digital printing. And I want to share these with you because I think they look really cool. So basically what I did is I had some eight by 12 prints ordered and I've experimented with various papers that they offer through their printing service. So you can kind of check these out. So this is an image that I shot in December. And so 
Sedona, and I did this with my Sony infrared converted NEX7. And this was done just pre-dawn, and of course, hot air balloons are hot. And that was actually, there were two balloons. I was in one of them, and that was the second one on the ground. And uh, you get kind of this weird kind of glow to it because the heat sensitivity of the infrared camera. And so anyway, I did three, actually there's uh, four that are in here. This is a series of prints on various photo papers. And so you can kind of see the difference. And these are for proofing purposes. This is a pro gloss finish on this one. And these are hard to tell because they're going to reflect on the... Um, on the camera, but you do see the contrast. I can see it in the monitor. Um, this one's going to have a lot more contrast to it because it's on a glossy paper. And of course, it has a sheen to it. And this is a luster, which is still glossy, but a little bit toned down. And so you can kind of see the differences on those two, especially when you get them to reflect a little bit. I kind of like those. And I'm kind of a matte finish kind of guy, but I think for this particular image, the glossy kind of brings out the, you can really see the difference in these two. This one's a high gloss. And this one, I believe, is a silk matte finish. And it's a real flat finish. And there's barely any reflection but look how the contrast changes depending on the medium that you printed on these were done from the same digital file and so the only thing that changed here is the paper it's being printed on so this is actually something that's very important when you are printing your work this one has a real metallic look to it I don't know if this picks up right on the camera or not but anyway um, my point is is that being able to do digital proofing is something that's really nice now if I did this at home first of all I have the ink set up in my printer and I also have the paper expense because you can't just buy a one-off and so I used to add Rama picks to do this and as I said this is part of a larger project that I will share with you guys in the next video uh, that we're still working on but I ordered these as proofs because I want to get a feel for how these images look on different paper types I'm super excited about this and uh, anyway I want to thank Adorama they I mentioned that I was going to do this and they actually have an offer code so if you want to do some printing and proofing it's in the show description you get 20% off if you use offer code TED 20 off I think is what we came up with so I'll put a link in the description and uh, I recommend printing your work and 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 try this. Try to do it on different kinds of papers and, and get a feel for what you think your work looks best on and then frame them and hang them or do a project like I am. Anyway, more on that in the next video. Another really cool thing about doing proofs like this, and I, God, I just really love this metallic finish. It's like, that would look good as a metal print. It's just the way, and I know it's hard to pick up on the video, but like the highlights and the trees and stuff, just they really pop with that metallic finish. Anyway, my point is, is that if you are going to order really large prints, like let's say you're going to hang or put in a show or or put in a gallery or something, um, sometimes just sending a file in and ordering the print blind can start costing a lot of money. And this is actually a really good way to go. And I used to do a lot of this. Uh, you can do smaller proofs from Adorama so you can get a feel for if you need to lighten up your file at all. Um, like for instance, on this super matte finish here, I think it looks good, but I think I would change my contrast in the digital file to reflect that and bring that out a little bit differently. Anyway, some things to think about. Uh, but anyway, it's a really cool way to go. So anyway, just wanted to share my Adorama project with you guys. Check out their link and uh, print your work. Next up is a book and and this awesome postcard. And this comes to us from VM Deboer and Justin Croson. I hope I'm saying your names right. Uh, the postcard says, Dear Ted, first of all, we love your work, vlog, and channel. Hereby, we send you our photo book. Um, and it says, In recent decades, few events have changed the world to the same extent as the dissolution of the Soviet Union. From 2004, William Deboer and Justin Croson regularly traveled to the European states of the former USSR that have 
have remained outside the European Union, Belarus, Moldova, Russia, and Ukraine. The photo book Soviet Spheres portrays the everyday environment of inhabitants in these countries focusing on Soviet survivals, both nurtured and neglected. The photos reflect the atmosphere and aesthetics of a society where the Soviet Union never disappeared, or rather seems to have never existed. This book includes a preface by René Jones-Boss, a ambassador of the Netherlands in Moscow. You can get that on this link, and I'll also put it in the show description. VM and Justin, thank you. The book is fabulous. This is gorgeous. This comes to us from Louis J., who is a photographer slash publisher. He writes, Dear Ted, I have enclosed a copy of my recently published photography monograph, Passing Fancies, for your consideration if it interests you. I watch your videos and appreciate your effort to advance the art of photography. This book consists of 64 black and white photographs taken over a several year period of a road trip through some of my favorite places, including Rio, Miami, Paris, and Sicily. This book was printed in Duotones in Italy. My work has been exhibited internationally and you can see more on my personal website here or I'll just put it in the show description. Um, I hope you enjoy the book. Please feel free to reach me if you have any questions or need additional information. This is really awesome. And another printing note for you guys. We need to do more on printing because there's a whole lot there that I don't think people understand that makes your work absolutely gorgeous. So these were printed in Duotone. And essentially when you have a commercial project like a book or a zine or something like that printed on a press, there are multiple colors that go into that. So for instance, if you see something like, I don't know, a brochure that you would get in the mail for coupons or something like that, they may have been done on a digital press. They could be done on a Heidelberg, which has up to nine ink jets or nine inks, I think the last time I remember. Anyway, this is Duotone. So it's done in two black and it creates a really rich printed black and white image for book printing. And these are absolutely gorgeous. So, uh, Lewis, you are the man. Thank you. This is absolutely beautiful. Next up is a book that was sent to me from a publisher. This is a complimentary copy for my review. This is from Skeleton Key Press in Oslo, Norway. I mean, come on, with a logo like that? It's pretty awesome. So this is actually a compilation called Series of Dreams 1768 edited by Russell Joslin and it is pretty awesome. My buddy Alexei Tedarenko's in here so maybe I'm biased but actually it's got a lot of beautiful work in it. So, Skeleton Key Press, thank you for the complimentary copy. I will link this up in the show description. Highly recommended. This is actually really nice. So, mail day. I'm going to be doing these every Friday. I'm getting into a schedule so I can start clearing out the mail stack in the back. And I want to thank everybody who sent something in. I want you guys to think about something for next Friday's video. 
zines. We didn't have a lot of zines today, but we're going to be zine heavy next week. And what is a zine? And people ask me this, they've never heard of it. Well, a zine, the first time I heard of a zine, it was probably about 15 years ago. And to me, this whole movement of zines is kind of like a punk rock thing. That's my musical equivalent of it. And so the idea of a zine, that is short for magazine, is just an independently produced punk rock attitude, do-it-yourself mini magazine and it's just called a zine so for those of you who aren't familiar with that term that's essentially what it means and it usually they can be handmade you can have somebody print them but it's just a little independent project so i want you guys to think that over for next time i've had a lot of zines that i've been sent in these mail videos and i'm going to link up to a whole playlist if you guys haven't seen the stuff that people send me i'm very fortunate because there's some really awesome things so i have a whole playlist of that but anyway till the next video i hope you have a great weekend i'll see you then later Bye.